0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Fearless Generations
0: with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox.
2: Hello, and welcome to t- Fearless Generations: Twelve Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox, and we are talking. Step eight, possibilities. Life is exciting. I am so excited to talk about this um, topic tonight, and I will be doing it with my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm
0: doing great. Excited to be here.
2: I am glad to hear that. So we are all just pumped and excited for tonight as well as I am sure our guest coach is. So please welcome Dawn McGee. How are you doing tonight?
1: Hey, I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. This is a great topic for this time of year, so I can't wait to see what unfolds. Yeah.
2: So, Dawn, how about you um, introduce yourself again to our audience? for those who don't come every week and know that you've been on the show a few times so they can get to know you, and then we'll get going.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so I am Dawn McGee. I am a nutrition evangelist, which means that I am super passionate about how we feed our bodies and take care of ourselves. I firmly believe that food should be fun and joyful and healthy all at the same time. I work with women who have decided that it's time to make their health a priority so they can do all the things that bring them joy in their lives, and they just need someone to help them figure out how to get started and guide them through the process. Um, and we will, we will talk more about all of my fun tips that I'll share with your audience as we go along. I love it. Mm. Awesome, so John, what does possibilities mean to you? Gosh, it just opens up everything for people. Um, when I think about possibilities, I think about possibilities with our health and for our life and i I just recently written a blog post about how taking care of yourself is Of course, it's super important for you. It's also just as important for your future generations, for showing the rest of your family that you love yourself enough to take care of you and setting an example so that they can see how to take care of themselves better, feed themselves, Mm -hmm. exercise, self-care, the whole kit and caboodle.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, I think that... For me, I am more motivated to get healthy for my kids than I am for myself. <laughs> so, um, I totally, totally get that point of view, though I think that the the wanting to do it for me is going to need to increase for it to actually happen on a regular basis. But... Um, I love that you said that. So when we can put ourselves and our health higher on our priority list, how does that get life more exciting?
1: It opens up the doors to so many different things, Kelly. When when you are healthy and taking care of yourself and that's your top priority, it It allows you to do other things with your friends and family that you may not have been able to do otherwise. It allows you to look at things differently. People are surprised when I say that one of the best things about eating well and exercising and taking good care of yourself is that you start to think more clearly, your perspective Mm -hmm. on life changes. So you see, instead of a small window, you see the a big door opening. What kind of of things do you like to do with your family? Um, Well, we're kind of
2: a a not-a-lot-of-movement family, so the things that we do are watch movies together. But we do Mm -hmm. like to go to Yosemite, and um, we do a couple easy hikes, because we still have little ones in our family. And mm-hmm. um, but we really do, we really do enjoy, enjoy that. And um, walking around and seeing uh, all the, the nature and mainly the waterfalls.
1: I love that. What, and what a great example you're setting for having balance because it doesn't have to be all one thing or all another. You're, you're enjoying family time watching movies, you're enjoying family time, being out and about. And I, I think it's it's really important to point out that movement and exercise doesn't mean that you're running a marathon. It's it's just about moving. Mhm.
2: Yeah. Terry, what are you thinking?
0: Well, I I, I I mean I'm not sure what we're, where we're going with this but um I get excited when my energy is high. I get excited when um I feel like I can can move and do whatever I want to do. At my at my age a lot of people are more sedentary and so it's important for me to to move. I walk 3 miles every morning. I I uh, try to keep my energy up by taking care of myself and I feel like that is the example I set for my family Uh, when they come to visit I I get them to go walking with me they usually walk one mile but one mile is better than none and uh, then they they kind of branch off and go back to the house but uh, I feel like one of my main intentions in my life is to have an abundance of energy. And in order for me to have an abundance of energy, I I need to take care of myself, what I put in my body, how I move my body, and how I love and take care of my body. So that's kind of what conversation, that's where it was going. So that's what I'm thinking. Nice.
2: Yeah, I think that... Um... Exciting when we open ourselves up to different ways of things happening and how Don was talking about how movement doesn't always mean running a marathon it can be it can mean different things and mm-hmm. I move more movement on a daily basis is one of my goals this year and it's opening up that that view that I have of mo- giving myself movement for today would mean I went for a walk around my neighborhood. And if I didn't go out for a walk around my neighborhood, then I don't get credit, regardless of whatever else I did. And so expanding that to doing a few loads of laundry can be movement or um, – you know, uh, playing with the kids can be movement. It doesn't always have to be going out and walking around the neighborhood.
1: It's so true. It doesn't have to be, you know, focused and intentional or in a gym. Um, and and being out and about with your kids, you know, that's a great example for them. I think one of the interesting things that I noticed over the past year because um, I, I walk for my sanity, if you will. Um, I like to, to get mm-hmm. out and smell the fresh air and get a change of perspective is I noticed all the rest of my neighbors doing the same over the past year and so I got to see a little bit more of our neighbors. Opens up some more some more possibilities for us. Yeah. Have you made any other changes in your life over the past year?
2: Uh, we definitely have. We, um, we set a meal plan, a weekly meal plan, so that there's less mm-hmm. question at 5 o'clock at night of who's cooking dinner and what are we cooking. And mm. we also uh, decided to do a family game night where um, one of the kids gets to pick which game we play. And then everybody plays, so um, that's been a fun uh, thing as well. We've gotten more games, too, because
1: of it. <laughs> that's awesome. It opens up all sorts of possibilities. How about you, Terry? What what kind of changes have you made in the last year?
0: Well, I, I've learned to like myself a lot because I live alone. And uh, mm-hmm. so I've really had an opportunity to do some—I uh, wouldn't call it—well, maybe I would call it soul searching about what what nourishes me and what supports me. And so I, this year, this uh, year—I mean—haven't been locked down the whole year. But the time that we've been, uh, you know, not with with people, it was about well, probably about a year that we weren't really. Uh, with people, and my children were very protective of me because I'm in that uh, at-risk age group. So I I learned that um, I I don't mind being alone. I did get a little bit uh, craving of personal touch, and so I got it. my daughter got me this great big stuffed bunny that's as big as I am, and I learned mm. to uh, <laughs> to to hug that and talk to it and sleep with it and have it sit with me and watch TV because I found that there was, there was some, it was healthy for me to, to have, um, I don't know whether it was just the the touch of, of the warmth of the stuffed animal was able to, you know, uh, give me that comfort. So I've, I've learned, um, I've learned a lot about myself, um, being alone for a year and, that that's okay. It's quite all right.
1: It certainly is. You've opened up some great possibilities for yourself, being being more mm-hmm. comfortable being with you, for sure.
2: My my last year is uh about uh quite the opposite, I guess, of being all stuck in the house all eight of us and um learning how to um all create our own space (laughs) as well as uh, trying to um, enjoy time together um, in different ways
0: yeah i think it just really opened everybody's mind to look at things differently and in the process of looking at things differently we did things differently and it helped us to see the possibilities under a a unique set of circumstances that probably none of us had ever experienced before. And I think it was a time for creativity. Um, I started doing some crafts that I'd never done before, Um, just, you know, reading more. There were a lot of things that, uh, that came about because of the circumstances that we found ourselves in. It's true, and yes, that's one of the things that
1: I, that I love about you guys. Because you know, where some people could take a look at their situations and and see it as the glass half empty, you both looked at it as the glass half full, and you looked for the possibilities for how you could make the best of it and even even grow from it. That's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, think I feel like a of, I, feel I went through stages with that.
0: <laughs> I think there were a lot of benefits. Um, you know, there's certainly a lot of tragedy for people who who became ill and lost their family members. And that, you know, that was uh, something we didn't we didn't experience anyone in our family getting the getting the virus. Um so I, I I recognize that as being a really difficult component of, of the whole thing, but for for me it was actually a, I can I could look back on this year and I would never regret having gone through it because I was able to learn so much about myself as well as just to kind of re refresh or reset. A lot of people are saying you know the reset button or the pause button and and take us take a look at where I was and what I was doing and and what was really nurturing me. And I think a lot of people were able to do that. I know, I mean, I was alone, so that made it easier for me to do that. But even for Kelly with all of her kids at home, you know, there were difficult times, but there have also been some really good benefits uh, from this whole experience. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. I think we Kelly, I loved one
1: of the things you said. Uh huh. Go
0: ahead.
1: I loved one of the things you said about um, uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't really a straight line. You know, there were there were ups, there were downs, which um, is such a great life lesson too. Um, you know, a lot of people may look at you and say, "Oh, well, you started in one place and you ended here, and it must have been a smooth journey." But so often our journeys are not smooth and just to, to keep going even, even when things are not smooth and to see the possibilities of where you could you could go from there. Um that's you know, that, that takes that takes courage. It takes um persistence and consistency and, and to get to get through some of that times. So that's that's pretty amazing too. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think there are Go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say, I think there's possibilities in chaos. There's possibilities in in tra- in tragedy. There are possibilities in in uh, good times. There are po- there's always possibilities, no matter what the experience you're having. And this this year and a half gave us possibilities, probably in in many ways. And uh, oftentimes it was challenging. And that's there's also opportunities and challenges. You know, in, within the challenge itself, there are opportunities. So it's kind of like a there's opportunities everywhere, no matter what the what the circumstances or what the emotion that's being experienced. There are opportunities to grow and to learn and to expand our our way of thinking and looking at looking at life.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that when you, if you're looking at your life and you're seeing it kind of stagnant or you're seeing it or you're seeing yourself in, I used to call it limbo mode, and um, you're not really sure where you're going or what's ahead of you, that if you can take a moment to... Really connect with the present moment and surrender any kind of uh, ideas that you have of what it should look like or what you should be doing And, and open your eyes to what's around you and what's available to you right now that there are going to be lots of things that you can choose from. And lots of ways of achieving what it is that you're ultimate, ultimately wanting to achieve and so it it you know it goes back to connection and and being present and surrendering and also then being willing right willing to step out and do something and holding yourself accountable to whatever that commitment is that you make to do. And then, of course, awareness just fits in everywhere. Um, But I think that if we're we're willing to be open to possibilities, we're going to find that they are everywhere. And when we can see multiple possibilities, I think that automatically makes life more exciting because when we can only see yes or no, we can only see uh, right or left as our choices, then that doesn't feel necessarily exciting because it feels like, you know, it's almost um, limiting. I guess is the word, like we might feel like we have to go one way or the other when really we could pick our own path, you know, in a totally different direction.
1: Super important. Absolutely. To take control of things and make some intentional and mindful choices. But I think a lot of people found themselves in situations over the last year where the plan that they had was no longer viable. And Mm -hmm. they were forced into a position to either, you know, curl up in a corner or um, make a new plan. And and I think Mm -hmm. we, we do that all the time, but this really opened us up more to possibilities because we were, Forced to be more creative than than maybe we uh, allow ourselves to be otherwise. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, I definitely we are, think we were given that opportunity.
0: Yeah. A saying that we have in fearless living that um, I think kind of encapsulates that idea is that you know if you need to um, detach yourself from specific outcomes, if you're living in the moment and you're looking for possibilities then you really the you can choose to detach from a specific outcome because in reality we don't know what the outcome's going to be and this has been a true true uh you know time to really see that because we still don't know what the outcome's going to be i mean in reality uh, we don't know what school's going to look like we don't know uh you know if, if it's always we just don't know we're still living in the unknown and i think that that can open us up for great possibilities if we're willing to just be be and allow whatever's going to happen to unfold and not, oh, we've got to get back to things just the way they were. Well, we may never get back to things just the way they were and, and things might be a lot better or more exciting or more challenging and, and give us opportunities and I think that, that that's really a lesson I had to learn. I chose to learn was that I didn't have to know what was going to happen exactly. You know, I have goals and I work towards my goals, but I don't have to know exactly what's going to happen because nobody knows exactly what's going to happen. And so it's that releasing or surrendering that need to control the outcome and live in the moment and live the life that you have. And living the life that you have at the fullest, you know in the, in the most complete and full way, experiencing the joy and the sorrow and the you know whatever opportunities come to you that's where that's where life becomes exciting mhm or can can become exciting <laughs> very
1: true yeah, very true and i and i think um i you know i i managed my way through some of that this year as well. You know, I I had lots of plans for the year that uh, didn't come to fruition and it gave me an opportunity to to see the possibility of of bringing a little bit more fun into my life and my business mm-hmm.
0: because I wasn't mm-hmm. rushing
1: around nearly as much.
0: And mm-hmm.
1: um and that's been very good. That's been very good yeah. for everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I that's another thing I determined. I want to be more lighthearted, you know, and and just be able to to do. So I started doing some crafts, which I haven't done for years, years and years and years, <laughs> and and I I'm going to start scrapbooking, and I've got all these pictures, and I'm enjoying uh, putting them together, and I've been uh, gathering pictures now of my grandchildren as they're experiencing all these new things, and I'm going to make them little books because with Shutterfly, you can make a book with hardly any effort at all and give those to them so that they remember uh the opportunities and the things that they've experienced because they have had a whole different life as well. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So we are almost out of time And Dawn, I want to ask, I want to thank you so much for being here. And I want to also give you the opportunity to share with our listeners um, if you, uh, anything you have coming up that they could be involved in or where they can get a hold of you.
1: Oh, absolutely. Thank you for asking. Um, One of the things that I did to introduce more fun into my business over the last year is I partnered with a couple of amazing folks, to offer virtual cooking and wine or beer pairing dinners. And so we've got a fun beer pairing and cooking class dinner coming up on May 26th, which is a week from tomorrow. Um, And if you're just sort of interested in how you might be able to healthyify some recipes at home and, and pair them with some some great wines. I've got a, um, a perfect pairings guide that people can grab when they come into my free group, Never Diet Again. So I would say come on into the group, Never Diet Again. They'll find all of my fun stuff there to grab.
2: Oh, cool. That sounds great. And, Don, if you can please um, post easy links to your event, to your group in our group, that would make it even easier for our listeners to get there.
1: For sure. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for yeah. having me on tonight. Thank
0: you for being uh, here. It's been an interesting discussion. I got. You know, I always kind of anticipate where we might go with the discussion, and I'm always always pleased that it doesn't turn out exactly what I think it's going to turn out, it's always kind of like, <laughs> that's just what I needed to hear. And that's just what I could think about that would really help move me forward. So I love the way, the, you know, that... I believe the way God puts things together so that, you know, it's, it's what you need at the time and and it really um, propels your thinking forward too. So I appreciate so much the things that you shared with us this evening.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
2: Yes. And we want to remind all of you that the 12 Steps to Freedom are created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to FearlessLiving.org. If you would like to know more about Terry and I, please go to FearlessGenerations.org. You can see all the information about the workshops we do, our group coaching program, and all seven or so years of the podcast are there. We encourage you to go there and check it out. Lots of information, and you get to see cute pictures of Terry and I. Also, (laughs) we have a workshop coming up on the 20th of this month at 5.30 Pacific time to 6.30. It's one hour. It's free, and we'd love to see you all there. We're going to be talking about uh, silent contracts. Those pesky little expectations that we have of others, yet we haven't told them that we do. So, how can we help ourselves be aware of those silent contracts that we have, and how can we support ourselves in eliminating them? So, please do come and check it out. It is a great workshop in a um, great. to support you in moving out of those silent contracts um, which only cause frustration and disappointment so we encourage you to check that out and Terry and I are always happy and eager to support you and Help you with whatever fears you may have going on uh, to get past those fears and move forward. So if you have uh, any questions for us or would like any support, please contact us on Facebook or through email, which is kelly at fearlessgenerations.org. So until next week, everybody, be fearless.